Welcome to The Dose of Caesar, the podcast that runs experiments, explores new ways of thinking, and interviews the most interesting people in the world. This is a series where we explore cognitive biases. Cognitive biases are mental traps that we tend to fall into. There are over a hundred of them, but I think if we can define them, then we can have the power to avoid these traps. So here we go. Cognitive bias of the day. Base rate fallacy. Here's a short definition from Wikipedia. Base rate fallacy is the tendency to ignore general information, which is uh, like statistics, and focus on information only pertaining to the specific case, even when the general information is more important. So just a little clarification, base rate usually means uh, the probability of some event happening. So it's a statistic. Here's a fun fact about the base rate fallacy from the decisionlab.com. This is why we sometimes make decisions based off of specific information over statistics. So here are a couple examples from the internet, specifically from the decisionlab.com. I've got a picture in front of me. It's, it's more of a drawing and a graphic, and it represents the base rate fallacy. And it's a stick figure dude that is drawn, and, and it, it's, it's in the form of a question, so I'm going to explain it to you. Let's say I ask you... I'm, gonna, I'm about to ask you a question, and I tell you that there's this guy, his name is Steve, and Steve is shy. So my question to you is, is Steve A, a salesperson, or B, a librarian? Now, given the information that I gave you, you think, well, Steve is shy, so maybe he uh, likes libraries because they're quiet. So, you know, if he's shy, he's probably a librarian. And that's your answer, that he's a librarian. However, this would be the wrong answer because if we were to take a look at the statistics, and we were, to, we were to see that there is a larger percentage, way larger percentage of people in the United States and around the world who are salespeople when compared to the number of people that are librarians. And when I mean way larger, it's like there are also shy people who are salespeople. And that the number of salespeople who are shy is still larger than the people who are librarians in the world. So when you look at the statistics, and I'm making these statistics up, right? But this is the example. The example is that there's way more salespeople and there's way more shy salespeople than there are librarians. When you look at the base rates, the statistics, the answer should be that Steve is more than likely a salesperson. Now, I don't know if I just confused the fuck out of you or if that cleared anything up, but here's another example. This is the donating example from the decision lab you guessed it participants in a study were asked how much out of the five dollars they were given would they donate to a given charity they were asked to make the same prediction about their average peer next they were presented with the actual donations of 13 other donors and given the chance to adjust their predictions they adjusted their predictions of their peers to match the statistical information but did not change their predictions for themselves when we have access to individuating information, we assign it greater value than statistical information, which is why their ratings of themselves stayed the same. However, participants did not have access to individuating information about their peers and therefore relied on statistical information instead. So, it is base rate fallacy is basically basically us valuing uh, 
you know, these very specific little pieces of information that we have about ourselves, little characteristics about other people, over statistics that would be more accurate than that little piece of information. Um, some examples from my own life. I think this is actually one of the cognitive biases that I have been most susceptible to. Um, I have often made decisions um, in my life based on specific information about my own characteristics and I've avoided considering statistics. So I was trying to come up with a specific example but I, I feel like my life is just riddled with me falling into this uh, into this 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 cognitive bias so I didn't come up with a specific information I'm just using my life as an example <laughs> Um, but now that I'm becoming more deeply interested in habit creation, I see I see the importance of this. You see, because there's a, when you're creating habits, it's important to find the paths that will that have a higher probability of you succeeding or adhering to whatever you're trying to do. Um, and now I'm gonna start paying more attention to uh, statistics. And to go off on a little tangent here, I began to also think about why I went off to college because I had always thought that you know I went off to college because of my own characteristics because of who I was but you know if if we look at the statistics of the people who go to college my parents one of my parents finished college she got a my mom got a um, she graduated with her bachelor's and I was looking at a study by the National Center of Education um, that showed that um, from the students whose parents held a bachelor's degree, 82% of those students went to college right after high school. Uh, this is compared to the students whose parents did not finish college, did not finish college. Um, only 54% of those students went to college right after high school. So all my life, I've been thinking that I went to college because I chose to. And I did choose to. But perhaps um, I'm thinking that my environment and the, th there's certain things that I didn't have control of that uh, led me to go to college or gave me a higher probability of going to college. So what I'm saying is that maybe my decision to go to college wasn't in completely in my control as I thought. Maybe it wasn't completely my decision. Um, and I'm sure this is the the same i think this is the case with a lot of things in my life um studying abroad uh because i went to a university with such a large study abroad program or study abroad department i'm sure that increased my chances of going on my first study abroad which led to me going on the uh, the next three um versus if i would have gone to my home university uh, utl paso um, which has a from my understanding a very small study abroad department and, and I don't know a lot of people who studied abroad in El Paso but I know from the from that university but I know so many people um, who studied abroad from UT Austin and, and and yes these are people that I met through the programs that studied abroad with me but also when I meet um, people after graduating college and they also went to UT Austin a lot of them did a study abroad so I think because I went to UT Austin um, it increased my chances of, of studying abroad. And, and what I'm trying to say is that positioning myself in an environment where the, the probability of me doing something is going to be higher just, just because I'm in that environment 
seems like an interesting thought that I'm thinking about. Anyway, I told you it was a tangent. Why is this important and how can we avoid this? Well, I'm going to tell you some things that I learned from the decisionlab.com. It's important because it shows that having at least a basic knowledge of statistics is useful as it allows you to interpret information more accurately. It equips you to understand the results of new research to assess whether or not a study was well designed among other things. Knowledge of base rates will allow you to better understand the likelihood of, of certain events occurring in your life, whether it's the odds of winning the lottery or developing a certain condition. So to avoid this, we can first become aware of the base rate fallacy, which you are now aware of. Uh, number two, we can pay more attention to statistical information available to us. Number three, we can begin to recognize that personality and past behaviors are not as reliable predictors of future behavior as we think they are. And number four, we can begin to be more effortful when assessing the probability that a given event will occur. It's easy to fall back on automatic mental processes that have that make decisions easier, like basing our decisions on specific info over statistics. However, making decisions this way will increase our risk of error. And I think knowing all this will help us make better decisions. So now you know about that mental trap. Reach out to me on Instagram at the dose of Caesar to let me know your thoughts and experiences with this psychological trap. We'll talk to you next time.